Hey, faithful listener, thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Exodus. faithful listeners, happy Wednesday, and thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning, and I am your host, Jen, here. Today, we are going to be discussing Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. We're going to start off learning about Moses's story, the start of Moses's story. And as I always do, I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible, but of course, you should read out of whatever version you prefer to read out of. And uh, grab your cup of coffee. Right now I don't have coffee. I have a protein keto shake and uh, (laughs) it's not very good, but (laughs) it's a coffee substitute, I suppose. But anyway, go ahead and grab that cup of coffee and let's go ahead and start reading this passage of scripture. A man of the house of Levi went and took a daughter of Levi as his wife. The woman conceived and bore a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and with pitch. She put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. His sister stood afar off to see what would be done to him. Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe at the river. Her maidens walked along by the riverside. She saw the basket among the reeds, and she sent her servant to go get it. She opened it and saw the child, and behold, the baby cried. She had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Should I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said, Go. The young woman went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. The woman took the child and nursed it. The child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses and said, because I drew him out of the water. So this story starts off by talking about Moses's two parents. It says that there was a Hebrew person who married a Hebrew girl, both of the tribe of Levi. So Moses was actually of the tribe of Levi. He was a Levite. And we will learn more about the different tribes coming up in the next couple um books or so. They go into a lot more detail about the tribes. But um, so it starts out talking about Moses's parents and how this decree was still happening in the land of Egypt. Basically, this evil pharaoh had ordered the Hebrews to kill all of their children, their newborn children that were males. So any baby that was born from here on out, basically, if he was a boy, he was to be thrown into the Nile River. And but if she was a girl, they could keep the girl. And this was obviously to get rid of Hebrew males, because typically back then, the males were the ones that went out to war. And the Egyptians were super scared of going to war with the Hebrews at this point. This was what spurred this evil Pharaoh to to make this kind of law. So right after this law, Moses is born. So this must have been terrible, absolutely terrible for his parents. 
who had two children already at this point. They had Miriam, and then they had Aaron as well. And uh, then Moses was born. So Moses was the youngest of all of his siblings. But still, this must have been just so stressful and horrifying for Moses' parents to have to deal with this law. But it does say here that when the baby was born, so this is verse 2, that he was unusually beautiful. And this kind of goes to show who Moses was going to become. He was going to become a person who was basically hanging out with God. (laughs) There's actually verses in the Bible that say that Moses was the friend of God and God would come and visit Moses every night and they would talk like friends. There's actually a verse that says that. So Moses was going to be the friend of God. So God made Moses unusually beautiful. He was a beautiful baby. And when his mom saw that Moses was super beautiful, she decided, I am not going to get rid of this baby. There's something special about this baby. I am not going to listen to the Pharaoh and I am going to save this baby alive. And so that's what she ends up doing. And there's actually a verse in Hebrews that talks about the faith of Moses' parents, how when they saw that Moses was a beautiful baby, they didn't fear Pharaoh's command and instead in faith decided to save Moses and keep him. So in verse 3, after Moses' mother sees how beautiful Moses is, she decides to, to keep him. And it says that she hid him for three months, but for some reason she could no longer hide him. And I would guess that is because as babies grow a little bit older, their screams start getting a little bit louder. Like you can definitely tell a baby scream versus a three months month-year-old scream basically three when you as the baby gets older they get louder (laughs) so maybe she was having trouble keeping him quiet and people would know that there was a baby being hidden or maybe pharaoh just had his officials going around trying to find babies that were being kept alive and killing them themselves basically so either way It says that for some reason, Moses's mom could not keep Moses hidden any longer. And by the way, his name is not Moses yet, just to throw that out there. He's just a baby at this point. But um, it says that she made him a little boat from papyrus reeds, which grew along the Nile River. So she made this boat and she waterproofed it with some tar and pitch. And uh, I think the Hebrew words for all of that, the little baby boat, actually go hand in hand with Noah's Ark. I think the same words are used. uh, Basically, she was making a little ark. So she makes a little ark and she says that she puts the baby in it and lays it among the reeds along the river's edge. So basically, she's following Pharaoh's command. Pharaoh had a command to throw all the baby boys into the Nile River. But rather than throwing the baby into the river, she is putting him on top of the river. So she's kind of, sort of, following what Pharaoh said to do. At least she, she thinks she probably found a loophole or something like that. And then at this point, it says that Miriam, or the sister of Moses, was actually watching the basket to make sure that nothing happened to it. She want they wanted to see what would happen to Moses. So this was all done in faith. This was all done in faith. Moses's parents had a lot of faith and they would have had to have that amount of faith in order to do this with their baby, right? To put him in the hands of God pretty much and allow God to carry him where he was supposed to go. And that's exactly what God does. It says here in verse five that 
that a princess comes and finds baby Moses. It says that she was Pharaoh's daughter. And it says that she was coming down to the Nile River with her maidens to bathe there. So probably the Nile River was really, really close to the Pharaoh's mansion, I'm going to guess, or whatever they lived in back then. So she comes down to the riverbank, and it happened that the little boat with Moses in it was inside some of the reeds of that riverbank. And so she calls one of her maidens and she's like, look at that little basket over there. Go, go get it for me and see what's inside. She probably didn't do it herself because she wanted to make sure there was nothing dangerous inside of that basket is what I'm going to guess. So she, she sends her maiden to go and grab that basket. And it says that there was a baby inside and she was kind of shocked and the baby was crying. But because of the crying sounds of this baby, her heart was actually touched. She felt compassion towards this little baby, even though she was probably raised to believe that Hebrews were trash, pretty much. She was raised to believe that, but she saw this baby inside this basket crying, and she had a lot of compassion on this poor baby. And she says, this is one of the Hebrew children. And at this point... After Miriam, who was watching the basket, sees Pharaoh's daughter come out and, and get the baby out of the basket, Miriam had enough courage to go up to that princess and talk to her. It says in verse 7 that Miriam actually approached the princess and asked her a question. She's like, should I go and find a, a nursing mother, one of the Hebrew women, to nurse the baby for you? Should I go find a mother who can, who can nurse the baby? And she had so much courage to do that. So Miriam was a very wise young woman. I don't know if I would have thought to do that. <laughs> but Miriam goes and thinks this up and approaches that Pharaoh's daughter, that princess, and asks her this amazing question. So Pharaoh's daughter is basically like, yeah, go, please do that for me. Please go and, and grab a, a Hebrew woman for me that can nurse this baby. And so it says that the little girl rushed home to call her mother. And that it's, it's just kind of funny. She went and called her own mother, who happened to be Moses's mother. So Miriam was a very wise young woman, and we will find this out later as well. So basically, the little girl, Miriam, rushes home to find her mom, brings her mom, and is like, the princess picked up Moses and wants to take care of him, but he needs a mother who can nurse him, basically. So Pharaoh's daughter talks to uh, Moses's mom and says, please take this child home and nurse him for me, and I will pay you for it. In fact, it says, I will pay you well for it. So it says that Moses' mom t takes him home and nurses him <laughs> and gets paid to do it, gets paid to nurse her own baby. So this was the best case scenario that could ever possibly happen in this situation. And God just took care of Moses and took care of Moses' family for not... Um, you know, listening to Pharaoh's horrific decree. And, and that's what God does. He always takes care of those who are faithful to him. Moses's parents knew that that was a wrong thing to do. And so God blessed them for that, for not listening to Pharaoh and rather revering God instead and above Pharaoh. So God protects Moses's entire family and allows the mom to get paid to raise her own child. How cool is that? So the mom takes Moses home and it says that 
later on, after Moses was uh, grown up a little bit, not completely grown up, but probably a young child, Moses came back and became the son of the princess. He became the princess's adopted son. And at that point, he lived with the Egyptians and was almost considered royalty. He was part of the royal family because he was adopted by the Pharaoh's daughter. It says after this that when Moses was adopted by the princess, she decided to call him Moses, which means to draw out. It's a Hebrew word, which means to draw out. And she probably named him this because uh, she knew that Moses was a Hebrew and it would have been the perfect name for Moses because he's Hebrew and he was drawn out of the water. And so after this, he lives with the princess and in the royal family with the Egyptians. So this is such an interesting start to Moses's story. And we will learn more about this on Friday. So join me then at 6 a.m. But friends and faithful listeners, keep your eyes open for the Bible study that will be coming out very, very soon. I'm going to be putting it on Amazon once just all the tiny little details are ironed out and that study is going to be called out of the mire it's very special to me so i hope that you will pick a copy up for yourself or for a friend it's a great study to do if you are unsure where you want to go in life if you feel purposeless or if you're depressed anything like that it's such a fantastic study for any of that it goes through all of joseph's story and just talks about that so pick a copy up for yourself to do with your church group or anything like that or even by yourself but friends and faithful listeners thank you so much for tuning in Happy listening and God bless.